0: Hi, Danny. Hi, Lex.
1: Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. Thank you. Prep
1: (laughs) yourself. This is Prep Yourself or we lose our headphones off our head because we're laughing too hard. Uh, This is a podcast about prepping yourself for
0: the worst case scenario. But what if it's just like, it's not the worst case scenario, but it's just a scenario? Ask any Hawaiian
1: (laughs) right now. If you listen in Hawaii... um, First of all,
0: thank you. Thank
1: you for listening.
0: Can't believe my voice made it all the way over
1: the water. I would never listen to a podcast like this if I was in paradise. (laughs) I would forget all about it.
0: But But sometimes terrible things come to you. If you don't know, if you don't follow the news, um, but you listen to a (laughs) a podcast, that would be really weird, first of all. the (laughs) only connection they have with the outside world. The only way you know that anything is happening is through our podcast. Uh, The good folks in Hawaii got a accidental emergency message on their cell phones. It was only on their cell phones though, right? Nope, it was everywhere. it was on the TV. It was on the radio. Did the alarms go off? I don't believe so. So the message said that a ballistic missile was headed towards the island and that it was not a, um, like specifically was not pretend, like it was a real threat.
1: It literally said this is not a drill.
0: This is not a drill. What would you do? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. All those people were like, what is happening? Yeah. for or And it was like 45 minutes. 38. 38 minutes. See, that wasn't as bad Depending of an exaggeration. Depending on who you are. That wasn't as bad of an exaggeration as usual. I'm Southern, so I usually would have been like, it's four hours that they didn't know. have anyone. Maybe somebody
1: heard that. <laughs> yep. Alarm went and into a bunker? Went into hiding. And they're still and they're there. And they're still
0: there. And it's going to be like oh, blast for the past. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is an <sighs> argument for not having a bunker. Because if you had a bunker, you'd just like go get in there. And then somehow your radio would be broken. Oh, man. And then I would have to leave you in there long enough for me to drink all your wine. About and... <laughs> once
1: an hour, I run this scenario through my head now. I'm like, what if this happened? Here. I mean, not while I'm sleeping. Maybe while I'm sleeping. Maybe that's where I do my most, like, most work, but <laughs> how terrifying
0: to have that message come to you.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, but on what you said earlier, though, if, you're, if that's going to happen to you, at least let it happen to you in paradise. Yeah. And I don't think
1: we even have that um, luxury here in Seattle we
0: don't have no. We do not Unless have a of, to listen the radio of being in the paradise. Um, oh, you mean the, you know? I was
1: surprised at what a big role Twitter played in, in people finding out it wasn't true, informing people that it wasn't true because I it wouldn't come across on
0: Twitter that it was an alert. No, it came on their cell phones. Everyone yeah, came cell on phone. their cell
1: phones as like how we get Amber Alerts here. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting that so many um, government officials were posting on Twitter. Oh, they went Um, to
0: social media to be like, "This is not true." You're
1: fine. So I am
0: definitely adding check Twitter to my communications plan. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. Twitter. See, that's how I'm gonna end up dying in the whole situation because you're not on Twitter. Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else happened recently Um, in the news? The East Coast got the bomb. Cold bomb. Bomb cyclone. Cold bomb cyclone swirl. Yeah. Ice cream.
1: Well, as you know, I was back east for Christmas. Yep. And we got about a foot of snow on Christmas, which was, you know, it's always magical on the farm. And um, I was very glad we didn't get stuck there. Yep. Because we could have gotten stuck there with the bomb cyclone. Every flight out of Boston was canceled. forever.
0: Yeah. Or for a couple of days. Yeah.
1: And they got, you know, a good foot of snow, which I guess isn't really unusual, but I think it was like the, the, winds, and yeah, the, the winds and the temperature and the winds taking out the power and people without power, heat, electricity, and then coastal flooding.
0: And luckily everyone who's in the, um, Northeast or on the East coast who listens to this podcast were already prepared because they listened to the time that we talked about yep. the day after tomorrow so much. Yep. And they were already ready. Mm-hmm. They're like, I can fight wolves. I'm going to the library to burn books. They have no books left in Boston. I'm going to tell everybody that I have cut myself so I don't get a <laughs> staph infection. What was she getting? She just had Septic, septic yeah. Inf- yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot about diagnosing fictional injuries in a movie that I watched that's from... Nineteen ninety six. I think 95.
1: <laughs> but we had snow here too. While I was in Massachusetts, getting a dump of snow. You yep. guys got what? One, two inches. I was in Oregon. What? Wait, what? I was in Oregon.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually hang out outside of this podcast. <laughs> I barely know her.
0: You were in the. You were on the East Coast. Yeah. I go to Oregon every year with leave to hang out with his family for Christmas.
1: Oh yes, I did know that.
0: So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you. We hung out. It was fun. Then I got married. Then I went to Christmas. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? What was that? I got married. <gasps> to who? I had a surprise wedding. To Leaf. I know. I talk a lot about how Leaf is not helpful and he doesn't care about my endeavors it's and true. he's a bad person. And I don't think you've ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we love each other, and then we got married, and that's all. It's adorable. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you so much. It's. It, I'm really sad that you weren't there. Yeah. Because I had a surprise wedding. A surprise so.
1: wedding. So I have never really heard of this except like <laughs> really famous, cool celebrities. Like I think Jennifer Aniston. Yes. You are a Jennifer Aniston. I level. am
0: essentially a celebrity because Amazing. I had a surprise wedding. <laughs> so cool. I um yeah, it was a surprise. So. Our deal was that we would casually ask people if they were going to be in town, and if they said no, we would not try to change their minds at all. So I would already casually asked Lex, and then a few weeks later, or it was the last time that we were, I was like, what if you hung out for a couple extra days? Are you
1: sure you couldn't stay? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm literally flying to Massachusetts from Portland on I the go. 21st. I
0: gotta or go. I guess
1: 23rd, whatever. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Danny. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: I got your present. What? It's over there. Is that my present? Uh Uh-huh. I knew it was my present. (laughs) I mean, I didn't know it. I wanted it to be my present. (laughs) What's
1: gonna happen? <laughs> this is kind of a funny present the,
0: the reason that i knew it was my present is because it was like it was sitting in front of my where your stuff is my, where my stuff is and her husband well you guys know the prince of the podcast uh is a very neat person who like everything has a spot and needs like you know so i was like well, if it's sitting there it was on purpose first of all <laughs> there's these amazing christmas classes is this a bio light? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. In full disclosure, this is her bio light before you got the bigger bio light? This is a re gift. Yes. <laughs> I Which feel like, a- like,
1: on principle, this is not what I do,
0: but I've won. Cool gift. No, it is the best wedding gift that I've gotten of all my wedding gifts. All of my wedding gifts include. People saying congratulations. Um, A DJ that I work with in my industry sent us uh, fresh-made cookies in the mail that her husband had made. Nice. With, like, cute little instructions that were, like, uh, cookies made by the mix master himself. And, like, (laughs) it was really cute. Um, But, yeah, that's what happens when you elope. See, that's so funny because I want to say, like, congratulations.
1: But I'm like, congratulations on what? Staying (laughs) together for a really long time and then finally deciding that you wanted to get married? Congratulations on your decision.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations on your legal agreement to be attached to each other.
1: Yeah. I think for most people, when you go through, like, the whole planning of a wedding and, like, the process of it, you're like, congratulations. You survived something. That's not fun. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Good job. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That Like, why? Yeah. Why expend all that energy? Hey, I work in the industry. Please do (laughs) expend all of that energy. That's the the thing. Um, But it wasn't for me. That isn't the way. I couldn't do it that way. Yeah. I planned so many social events. Like, it would have just, you know, faded into the mini social events. Thank you so much <laughs> for my BioLite. Your re-gifted BioLite. The I hope that doesn't piss you off. I, no, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. We're like, who are we going to give this to? Because we can't have two BioLites. <laughs> you could have just been rich with BioLites. You go <laughs> camping with someone and you pull them both out. Mike and I each have our own
1: BioLite. <laughs>
0: We'll get a mini baby one for Lily. I love it. Okay, good. And if it's a great product and it's still around when Lily's old enough, I'll give her, I'll re-gift the regift <laughs> directly to the original source so that she can have her own little Bio-lites. situation. bio lights. Send your checks, too. <laughs> what were these other
1: things you want to talk about? Outdoor store? Oh, when I was on vacation in rural Massachusetts, I went into an outdoor store with my mother-in-law to return something. And I was walking around the store and immediately I walked in and I was like, popcorn, they have popcorn here. And so I like (laughs) make a be like, I asked the person, I'm like, where's the popcorn? I beeline right to the popcorn maker. It wasn't good popcorn. It was really super disappointing. Oh, but that's too bad. It was in the middle of the store, so I immediately went to the middle of the store, and then next to that were um, some yoga mats, and then next to that
0: was guns. Nice. And I was like, oh, guns. I mean, where would you keep your guns if it wasn't going to be next to the yoga mats? Have you seen that video about um, gun yoga? No. It's a spoof, but they like do all this yoga with these huge
1: like machine <laughs> guns, semi-automatic rifles. That's pretty funny. So flashback to Massachusetts. Um, I'm just kind of like loitering around the gun counter with my popcorn. Looking. Just checking them out. Perusing them like. Were you oh, like, I need that oh, Glock? Were you looking at like shotguns oh, or I, like handguns? I was looking for one. of. The, oh, okay. I was looking for that one. Oh, bullets. Ammunition. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What kind are these?
0: <laughs> Why wouldn't they be at the hardware store though?
1: It's not even a hardware store. It was an outdoor store. So they had everything oh, yeah. from like you know, pretty trendy outdoor clothing and yoga mats and snowshoes and skis and every outdoor thing. And then they also had these guns, which I don't find unusual. The unusual thing was the weird girl, weird girl with the popcorn. Staring around, at all the guns, trying to get someone to talk to her about guns <laughs> i, mean, I like, did not have the guts to ask like hey show me these guns i'm just like such a
0: nerd around guns you I can't are a it. nerd we're gonna have to cure that i know is this a time do you want to make a resolution oh a new year's resolution that. i mean it doesn't have to i just implied that you have to do it about guns but you don't um no that's a good one learn to not be a nerd around guns yes okay That's a resolution I can get behind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyone who listens to our podcast that would like to have a private uh, session with trying to help Lex not be such a nerd around guns, let us know. Thanks. We're in. Thanks. Did you make a resolution? And we can go to, you know, some of the gun, indoor gun ranges here. That's what I want to do. I think that my New Year's resolution... um, is going to be that I can run a mile in a normal amount of time again. Cuz right now I don't feel like my fitness level is at a place where I could like actually run away from anything. <laughs> like if I was in a nuclear situation and I had that 2 minutes to like get oh like God. undercover. Right now I'm pretty sure I would just like like run, start breathing really heavy, have to stop, put my hands on my knees, do the double over like <sighs> yeah and the whole time i'm just breathing in you know so i think that's going to be my resolution but i'm with you on the guns too like Mm -hmm. i want to be there for all the gun things but i also want to i don't know what the numbers are about this mile situation pretty much i want to be able to run home from work oh that's much more than a mile oh for sure it's like three and a half miles it's three and a half miles. And uphill. But I'm I'm, not, I'm just saying in general, like, that's the end goal. I want to know that I can t- do that without, like... In two minutes? No, not <laughs> in two minutes. <laughs> just in an emergency situation. This girl over here.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, did you get any Christmas presents that were prep-related?
0: Oh, I did. I got... Um, from Leaf's Parents, a little EDC. I got a bio light for my wedding. I got a um EDC little pouch, which is an everyday carry. Who gave that to you? Little pouch that was Leaf's Parents. Nice. Um, and it's nice. It has this flashlight that you kind of that is in three pieces, but each piece also has a another kind of thing that it does. Like one of the pieces has a knife inside of yeah. it. And that the other awesome. one has like a ping. It was really good. Um and then the uh, I got some seed heirloom seeds, like oh. a survival seed pack that where the seeds are good for a really long time because the way that they're sealed. And then I got survival chocolate. Oh, what is that? It was just chocolate that was in a little brown thing that was like made decorated with that like <laughs> <laughs> you know survival type um, text on it. You okay, know? nice. And, uh, yeah, chocolate, just chocolate inside. And then, oh, and then my brother-in-law now oh, <laughs> uh, got me this really pretty, like, hunting knife that had, like, an engraved blade. Is that stuff. the one you were
1: using yesterday?
0: No, that it? was a different one. Oh,
1: because that one was cool, too.
0: Yeah, that one's just a little, just a smaller, that was, that was my backpacking knife forever. Mm-hmm. It's like a little chubby thing, so you can use it like a spoon and stuff, too, if you need to.
1: Well, I got a – so I gave all of my family pretty much the same gift, which were, like, mini car go bags. Oh, nice. And so it had hand warmers and um, some food and uh, first aid kit, like a 300-piece first aid kit. And then different variations of fire starter or a battery pack, um, and then a couple other things. And half of them are like, "What in the hell are you? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> this?"
0: Okay, I did not I did not experience that on a huge level, but I did not as their Christmas gift, but just on separately gave them all those the candle kits. Like I made, oh them, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the lighter, a couple of flashlights, and a bunch of candles in a like nice plastic bag, so it uh-huh. could just like go in a drawer. And they were kind of like, what are you doing? What is this? (laughs) Why? My aunt had no idea that I had a podcast
1: about this. Nice. My cousin didn't. One of my cousins did. So shout out to Keely. Um, (laughs) You know, the people who did know about it thought it was cool. Right. And then some people who didn't know about the podcast still thought it was cool. And then some people were definitely
0: like, what the hell? They're, they're like, like oh, this is they're this like is Christmas nice. is not for you to try and make me socially responsible they're for like, myself. Why
1: did I give you a present? This is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you got me a first aid kit? Well, you know I mean? No, I
0: don't well, want They're live. thinking that now until they end up in a snowstorm and they're like hand warmers, yes. Yeah. Well, once I told them about it, they're like, "Oh, that's so cool. I listen to podcasts
1: all the time." I'm like, "What the heck, you guys?" So, hopefully we got two more listeners.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> What you're saying is you bought us new listeners by yeah. giving them go bags presents. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh my god, there are you're so many advertisements for go bags on Facebook and the internet now. My whole Google feed is filled with
0: Well, that's because prep prep that's what emergency. you look for.
1: Yes, I've had other people tell me that too though. Yeah, that they feel like there's definitely an uptick on these emergency prep things. Oh, for
0: sure. I think there is definitely an uptick, but I don't see it all the time. Oh. I think does this mean you're better prepared than me? Like Google knows, Facebook knows. I got a long bus commute. commute. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only two prepper
1: things that I got from my family, my dad gave me this backpack and I was like, oh, it's going to be some prepper stuff. And I open it. It's like a picnic kit with dishes and glasses. And yeah, I love that. I feel like, I've always wanted one of these. And uh, Whitney gave me a thirst aid um, thermos, which holds a bottle of wine. but kevin and jessica did give me this vhf uhf fm transceiver Um, it is a digital signal processing system product and it is an amateur portable radio (gasps) what i don't have any idea how to use it it has a, a small yet lengthy manual It does look lengthy. It looks like wordy. It's wordy. The text is quite small. (laughs) But this will be my other resolution. Learn how to use this because this would be very handy. That's really cool. your other resolution should be also get one, so then we'll have the radios.
0: Our resolutions are just to do all of the things we already do this podcast about? Well, we've said that we were going to do it before, <laughs> but now that we made a resolution, it's actually going to happen. I think you're That's how one, it works. One resolution. We're just like dishing out. Everything's a resolution. <laughs> I have just made a resolution that I'm also going to get a wine thermos. I don't know why I don't I have a I made wine a resolution
1: I'm going to write down all the things that I said I was going to do last year,
0: and it's just going to be like a to-do list, and that's my I resolution. Mean, I feel like the nice thing about this Podcast is all of our to do lists are kind of like, you know, th- this oh, year ish, nice. this year ish, yeah. So if that'd it bleeds nice into next year, five years, we're always just marching that direction, though. <laughs> I mean, now you've saved half your family, slowly but surely. <laughs> we're gonna survive so hard. We Keep can't say right now. Oh my god! Um, Let's get to the topic at hand. Let's get to the topic at hand. Okay, quest for fire. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we decided to
1: focus on fire a little bit more. More on the end of how to start it, as opposed to how to put it out. Come on, baby, light my fire.
0: Yeah.
1: the fire burning on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> Somebody
0: You're always mind waiting mind. for that one to come up. You're like always <laughs> ready. <A new> moment.
1: <laughs> Every time it comes on, I'm like... Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs>
0: So to be at home and did
1: a little dance,
0: little head bob. So her head bob is really good. It's really good. <laughs> so the Quest for Fire um, is the movie that we picked because we were going to decide that we were going to start fires. And there's two things we actually decided we were going to do, which is make a video, watch this video, and then do this podcast. So, so many things <laughs> that we were doing. Quest for Fire. Loved it or hated it? Uh, Loved it. I loved it.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad. This is, so when we started talking about this, I was like, we're watching Quest for Fire. It's one of my dad's favorite movies. That's amazing. He loves every Steven Seagal movie, Excalibur, and Quest for Fire. <laughs> what about Beastmaster? It seems like you'd like that. Oh, I don't know. I've never heard of that. I'll send Whoa. it to him. We, oh, Beastmaster! Yeah, I they I said Beastmaster.
0: <laughs> I know you're into bees. <laughs> you know the '80s classic Beastmaster. <laughs> Clearly, I've never seen it. I have seen Beesmaster, though. <laughs> um. So, anyways, it's your dad's one of your dad's favorite movies. Yeah, and
1: my mom obviously hates it because there's no talking in it.
0: It's like a French director, yep. artsy kind of. Yeah, everything. All, all of but it's cavemen. It's like Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Yeah. Neanderthal coming into cavemen. Because there's like some more ape-like creatures and then more humanoid type creatures. Yes. But either way, all of them are just it's constantly fighting over fire because nobody knows how to make fire yet.
1: Right. So, so they have this one fire. This is made in 1981. Yes. Ron Perlman is in it. He's Amazing. the only actor
0: I knew. Bill White, isn't that that guy's name? He was in uh, like uh, David Lynch's movies. Oh, he was in um that. He owned The Diner or whatever okay. in uh, Twin Peaks. Okay. He was the main guy.
1: Yeah. So this is made in 1981. This um, tribe, I guess, of Neanderthals has this fire, but they get attacked by the ape people. And they, uh, through their escaping, their one flame of fire goes out. And fire means survival to people yeah. at this time for warmth and food. And on it goes. Remind me to tell you about the Canada show I watched last <laughs> night, <laughs> speaking of which. Um, so they set out on this quest
0: so for fire. Three du- three, the three main dudes, like the three dudes who are like, the most hardcore in their little village unit. But even the um, language, like, so, like, mm-hmm. another part of it that's really in- interesting is this kind of idea of there not being quite language yet. Um, a, there is some sort of
1: type of communication. Yes. There was a whole, there are new languages created for this movie. Right. And all new gestures. So it was really interesting to see these
0: civilizations and the different ones they came across. But yeah. It was really good, and it really made me appreciate, like, the concept of making fire. I mean, it's the simplest of simple technologies to us, like matches are just Uh there, Uh, but it was really cool to, like, kind of watch that be, like, the motivator of everyone around them, and also, like, when you're still not at a level of communication, like, they didn't know to hide it, really. Like because uh-huh. that logic, there wasn't that kind of logic. like when they would get fires, they would make giant bonfires. Mm-hmm. like as soon as they were able to like steal it or do whatever, they would make these giant bonfires to like celebrate that they got the fire. Well, of yeah. course, then other people can see the fire, mm-hmm. and they're coming to the fire. So um, what seems like just the most easy logic to us was like something ideas that they were just starting to grasp. Mm-hmm. They were literally inventing the wheel. Right. What about when that tribe was getting him drunk and just making him have sex with all of the So that tribe ladies. had figured out how
1: to make fire. Right. And so they were way more civilized they also, with the huts. You know, they had yep. cooking. They had uh, they, shelter.
0: They had also figured out, and the reason that I think that they were having um, him have sex with everybody, which is an idea that they bring about in Clan of the Cape Bear, is that they did realize that inbreeding... Like so anytime yeah. like a, a random person would come through, they would want that person to impregnate like as many people, women as possible because mm-hmm. of the whole problem with inbreeding.
1: This whole movie is really just a love story. It is a love
0: story. A beautiful love story. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that because I want people to to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Let's just say the way that they deal with Neanderthal sex is top notch. Pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Perlman got denied so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, girl, boy, whoever, it's they're like, just damn like. It. I just want a little, damn just, like it. Cuddle, just a cuddle, anything, cuddly,
1: just a little cuddle. So um, I think they should remake it with The
0: Rock. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to. I don't think I'd be able to take it seriously. What? He's too... He's a good actor. He is a good actor, but <laughs> it's kind of like going full caveman. You can never come back from going full caveman. <laughs> That's why Ron Perlman disappeared for decades. <laughs> for came decades. Came <laughs> And then he's like, I'm back. Well, he starred in all those French movies before that, like uh, The City for Lost Children. Okay. Do you know that? Yep. What I is that? that director? The same director who made like Amelie. He made Delicatessen. Oh, it's in that. Delicatessen is so good. Anyway. Okay, fire. Inspired by this quest for fire, then we're like, okay. Let's go on our own quest for fire. We are going to make, this is the idea. We got together yesterday. We're like, okay, we're going to get all of the forms of fire making um, items that are in our packs currently. So my idea was like, I'm not going to purchase anything or have anything different. I'm going to take the fire starters I have in my pack. Which were waterproof matches, lighter, and a little uh, magnesium flint starter, and then Lex had BioLite, the BioLite um, plasma lighter. The BioLite doesn't technically make its yeah. own fire, but we played with it anyway. There was some fun stuff that happened. Plasma lighter, but you also had bojo and the bojo. Oh, God. And I do want to say that. <laughs> spoiler alert. Like that old spoiler bow drill. Yeah, And I mean, it is a spoiler. Like it, the bow drill is the spoiler. Um, Spoiled our day.
1: Um, uh, so
0: um, we <laughs> just like, did it. So we did not get our badge. We, got, we did not get our <laughs> bow drill badge. So we get together, and so I went and got some just like little shavings like you use for like the inside of animal cages just to make our lives tender as far, tender? Easier as far as tender goes. <laughs> love so me tender, love <laughs> me true. Make this fire warm for you. That was not, it didn't really follow, but it's fine. It's a new <laughs> song. So then, so we wanted that to be easy. And then um I had some pine boards That we then cut into one-inch pieces and then into some kindling. Mm -hmm. With a hatchet. With a hatchet. So I get here and Lex went out (laughs) on Saturday night. And I went out with her. But, But Lex, at one point in the night, our paths deviated. And I was like, I feel pretty good. Lex was like, I am in it to win it. And, and she, I lost big. So uh, we started, anyway, we got here, and I got here, and I, before it came, I was like, are you too hungover to do this? And she's like, no way. I got here. I would and never
1: cancel for that reason.
0: I looked in her face, and I was like, Holy she's too crap. hungover. To <laughs> but did it, we did.
1: Hey. So, disaster
0: waits for no one <laughs> here are uh kind of the just a brief review of each of the the things that we did because we also have uh a video that's going to companion this editing it is going to be interesting mm-hmm. we'll see how long it takes to get the video out compared to when the podcast uh, comes race. out but i hope that it's pretty close uh oh i think you're gonna win the race <laughs> we'll see I just talked about how I can't run anywhere. Come on, Lex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the very first thing that we tried, well, the very first thing we tried was to get Lex to chop wood and she did it, but everything in her body language said, this is the worst thing ever. This is, this shouldn't happen right now. I need to be in a bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, we were watching out for safety. She had on closed toed shoes. She was wearing leather gloves. So while she was hatcheting. Very not dark enough sunglasses. Not dark enough sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> the only way that the gla- sunglasses could have been dark enough was if it was just blinding out yeah, everything just, and everyone. Yeah, had a blindfold. So the first one that we started with, so we made these kind of little piles you'll see in the video. Uh, and so the first thing we started with was the plasma lighter. And it took us a while. It took 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. That was surprising to me. Yep. Unlike a lighter... It's just an electrical charge going across these two, um, I don't know, Little diodes, ch- diodes? Diodes? I don't know. I like that. Let's go
0: with diode. diodes. Diodes. <laughs> Everyone, our two listeners are going to be like, diodes are... I'm going to Google loud. That. That's all what it is. <laughs> How do you not know the difference these between These two the- places on the contraption. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Better. I like it. And it would kind of catch things on fire, but then it just wouldn't... Continue. So I think we determined having a flame instead of just something that will light something on fire is probably preferable. Because the second one we did was the lighter and the light. And it went... And that went pretty good. Two seconds. Yeah. that It
0: took two seconds to start it. I think what was interesting about the plasma lighter, eventually what we had to do was ping, pull out a single piece of the tender yeah. and get that single piece lit. And then we used it to light the rest of it. Which
1: is what we did with the lighter too, I think. Because it was in the canister. Bio, oh, in the canister. Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean the lighter would have the lighter We could have lit anything with that. Anything. Mm-hmm. So probably could've let my the plasma lighter. On fire. <laughs> <laughs> the the plasma lighter, the nice thing about it is that it's rechargeable. It doesn't need a separate fuel source. So like if you have a solar, you know, panel or that you're using the bio lighter or whatever, you can definitely use it. And then, well, did we do the match before the BioLite, after No, you did light? matches. Yep. But we did the BioLite next. Yeah. So then we lit a fire inside the BioLite. I want to tell you guys, from the time that Lex put the first thing in there and it started the fire, to the point that it started charging her phone, was like 15 seconds. Yeah. That was awesome. I'm happy with that purchase. Like, it was amazing mm-hmm. that it started that quickly. Here's some heads-ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One. when it uses a lot of fuel. It burns really fast. Yeah, because it burns so
1: hot. Yeah. And so I think that's a plus because it has to burn really hot to charge
0: the battery there for the converter. Um, and also for food, if you're making food and boiling water and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah.
1: And it um, reduces everything to complete ash.
0: Complete ash. Yeah. Totally combusted because there's an internal fan that that same energy is running, mm-hmm. so that fan is just keeping that heat like super hot. For whatever reason, we let it get too empty, and then we just threw a bunch of the tender like small shavings into it, and we essentially smoked out the, whole ent- the entire
1: neighborhood. <laughs> I could it not was billowing believe it how was much billowing. smoke there was. <laughs> it's like. We just blew and, our cover. And Everyone was,
0: knows we're making fire was, over here. I was laughing so hard. Here and comes Lex was trick. like, are you going to film this? Because it was supposed to be doing a video. But I literally was laughing too hard. And I'm like dry heaving because there's so much smoke <laughs> in my face. <laughs> so... It was a
1: comedy of errors, the whole damn thing. It
0: was, but we were very, very impressed. And then I decided like, oh, well, if it's going to be this handy, let's, you know, and it didn't take that long for us to like get it started or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, we decided to use the like, pit, essentially pitcher-sized container that yeah. you have to so boil this some new water. new one
1: that Mike got was a bigger one. And so it holds this whole, I think it's four quarts. It's pretty big. On... uh and it's supposed to boil it in, I don't know, six minutes or something. I think it, I needed the lid on it. Yeah. So we learned some things about that. Right. Um, put the lid on while we're boiling it. And but then we made we, tea.
0: And then we made tea. So then we had some tea <laughs> because that's who we are a couple of white chicks in Seattle making oh tea with our bio light. So then we did the match, which also was kind of unfair because I had these waterproof uh matches are like in my survival kit and not only did it strike really easy but it had that like thick stuff on it so that it kind of burned like a sparkler mm. yeah it burned they're water really hot yeah. yeah it burned really hot and so it started the fire in like two seconds yeah i think the total from the time that i was like i'm gonna light this fire it being fully on fire was like six seconds
1: so definitely have waterproof
0: matches in your pack (laughs) that's what you're telling us
1: um and or a plasma
0: lighter and or just a lighter yeah i mean i still think the lighter is the biggest winner the the thing is is if it's a long-term thing there's only so many the fuel eventually you're going to run out of fuel yeah so then next you did the magnesium rod thing yeah But it was really odd because those Flint starters usually have one side is the like iron metal side and then the other side is the striker side. And so you make a little pile of it so that it burns really hot and then you strike it. But this didn't have two separate metals. So here's where
1: my comment about the Canadian travel show comes in. Oh, let's hear it. Yes. This woman was... um, She has a very odd personality, and Mike was like, this lady's so weird. And finally I was like, oh, it's because she's Canadian. She's just really enthusiastic (laughs) and nice. I thought she was a good host. But she was just very, like, genuinely engaged with all of her interviewees. One of them was a native guy from Canada, and he ran this, like, experience place where you could go and see how the natives lived. And one of them was how did they start fire one of these, like, little uh, examples that they did and so he did exactly what we were doing just like hours before putting together little um piles of he took uh cattails nice. and so pulled the fuzz off the cattails which you can get in the spring and store it if you need to to start fires and then birch bark that was very like the really thin birch right. bark and um I think that was it. And so that's what he used to start a fire. But he had a flint thing, and it wasn't – he didn't shave it and then start the fire. He just – He was able to just start it. Yeah, he it. just, like, hit it together and got a spark. And that spark was enough to catch the cattail on fire. And then you would sort of, like, put more stuff on it needed, and then sticks. Maybe
0: we needed, like,
1: hay. We needed, like, dry tinder. Yeah, so that made me think instead of, like, Our that, tinder was shavings, all too big. Yeah. It was more like this cotton material. Yep. That you did use with the bow drill. Yeah. Um, and which was in the matches thing. But, yep, that was just something. So I was like, well, maybe not every striker has the magnesium part on it. It's just used to make the spark.
0: So what you're saying is I failed twice. And Canadians are better than us. They are so much better. I think we've established that before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then we moved on. So we did not succeed at that. We did not succeed at the striker. Yet. Yet. We will. <laughs> we will. Uh, but then we moved on to the bow drill. At this point, we had both been doing this for way fairly long, way longer than we thought this was gonna take. Yeah. It would have taken a while. I think we were like two hours in. It was a long time. I died twice. And then we start with the bow drill. It was so nice. And worst. here's the thing. I've used a bow drill before. I and not. like survival classes that I did with my trail work teams that you've heard me talk about on here before, uh, during their like one survival class weekend thing that we do. And, uh, I don't I feel like I remember always being successful at it. Like it's hard. I always knew it was hard, but I could not i
1: couldn't I couldn't do it. it's it was hard to the point of me thinking, This is not a good bow drill. Because it shouldn't be that hard.
0: It is that hard, though.
1: But, I
0: don't know. I like how you think the bow drill's defective.
1: Well, it got, I don't know. How could we not do it? Did you watch any videos of how to bow drill? No.
0: You should watch some videos of how to bow drill. So we are doing it right. It's just really hard. It's just really hard. You just have to be really consistently doing that motion And so there's actually a lot of muscle involved and also like the duration that you need to continue that movement. I do think that it would have been better to tie a
1: loop at the end and tie it on the end. I know you're saying that that doesn't work as well, but I would like to try that.
0: Yeah. I told you like 15 times that you could do it if you wanted to. Yeah.
1: But I didn't know how to do it and I had no energy. So (laughs) the fact that I even tried to bow drill
0: was a freaking When she talks about wanting a knot at the end, she wanted a slip knot. At the end of it. And the reason that I didn't want one at the end is because you have to, it doesn't actually save you from having to hold it tight Mm. because it's not, because it by definition slips. Yeah. Like by the time you get enough force on it, it's slipping anyway. But I mean, you can do whatever you like. Well, we both have our work cut out for us. Because we at resolution number 15 of this show, <laughs> I will be able to get this bow drill. I'll do the, the bow drill, you that figure you have. out your
1: uh flint thing, okay? Striker,
0: <laughs> she just I might need her hand signal for striker is pretty good, guys. It was like a little Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, I thought what was that? That was a that was a Michael Jackson like turkey. <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. You're like, Forgot because <laughs> that's what I hear when I think of Holy Michael Jackson. Gal. Well, I think that was pretty good. I think we did a good job. I think you guys will have to wait for the video to come out oh to gosh. see. I mean, here's the thing: we were successful at three things. One thing that we were very successful at, we also kind of messed up, which I mean, the bio light and creating a like completely smoking out your napkin for no reason. But we failed at the striker and the bow drill, which are like Fail the survivalist is such a ones. Word. Okay, we learned that our level of knowledge around those things is not adequate. It takes practice. We're inadequate. In that area. We just gotta keep prepping ourselves. <laughs> no. And I'm gonna head bobbin. I gotta do it. All right. Well then slowly but surely. Keep surviving. I know I will. You better <laughs>